Hi everybody, it's Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is Sunny. Hello Sunny, you want to sniff the phone? Yeah, Sunny and I are at the park today and this is the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast. And we are having an awesome time here uh, witnessing a blue jay and a red-headed woodpecker spar for the same tree. They both seem to want the same tree and uh, there seems to be a little, uh, you know, thing going on here. So we're kind of observing that. What do you think, Sunny? Think who's going to get it? You don't know? You're just going to watch? He's more excited about the squirrel that's beside the car. But uh, yeah, it's been a um, an interesting time right now in uh, uh, my area. We have a little uh, outbreak of the Delta virus. So I'm not going to the thrift store today. Nope, normally I would go to the thrift store today. And I'm just uh, going to go to the park with Sunny. And we're going to hang out, right, Sunny? Yeah, we're going to hang out. Okay. So, um, what am I doing? Well, that makes me reassess and organize. So, I am taking a little organizational round trip around the house. And, uh, I, I, you know, maybe you can relate. It doesn't take long. Even though you organize everything and everything has a place and a place for everything, everything's all over the place. And I'm kind of in that state of affairs right now. I've gotten... Um, um, a few more things and uh, a bad shopping habit, bad shopping habit. And um, they, they need to find homes and places. And uh, gosh, I wish I could just produce faster. But you know, things can only be made at a certain pace. And they're not good when they're rushed. I'm learning my lesson to slow down, enjoy the process and not rush through. Uh, because when I rush through, I make mistakes. And um, I want to uh, provide good quality products and uh, so it's worth slowing down, taking my time. And um, uh, but I do have um, a whole bunch of stuff I need to get organized and and uh, put away so that I can you know find it again one day. And um, I have the ever evolution of my desk getting cleaned and then uh, disorganized and cleaned and disorganized. And that's that's honestly a daily thing at this point, because uh, the minute I clear off the desk to uh, create a prototype, um, when I come to show you the prototype on the video, the desk is already a mess because I have just created the prototype and everything I pulled out is right there. So maybe you live in a similar world. It's possible. Um, you know, you get all, it looks all nice and neat, but boy, when you get in there crafting, I don't know what happens. It's like somebody unleashes, you know, a thousand elves and dwarves and gnomes and they all run around and, and pull out all this stuff and it's all over the place. And, uh, um, so that's what I've got going down right now. And, um, I would say this is a good maintenance time of year where, um, maybe I need to cut things into certain sizes so they have them at the ready, you know, and I've got a pile of papers and a, a pile of books I need to gut and I need to go through those and gut the books and separate the papers into different types of papers, different qualities of papers, different categories, um, you know, plant books and bird books and things like that so that when I want to grab something quickly and easily, I can just grab and go. And what I generally do when I'm um, making journals is um, I used to individually go around and pull a piece of paper here and pull a piece of paper there and pull a piece of paper here. But that um, was a very time consuming uh process because as I would go through another section, a file folder of papers, I'd be going through the whole thing to try and find one paper and then they'd have to go
Okay. So, I think that was all recorded. Yes, that is my honey. Are you okay? Come back. Come back. Where are you? Are you still here? Okay, I dropped you. My apologies. Um, yep, that was Honey calling in. Just got from the dentist, and apparently uh, um, he had a tooth that chipped, and they're trying to fix it, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I what was I saying? Cutting things into sizes and getting them all. Oh, when I'm making a journal. Okay, this is my process. I used to go around and pull out individual papers one at a time and amass and then create. But I found that it's... Um, more time efficient. Uh, if I know certain things that I want to be in every journal, I will go ahead and I will uh, pre-pull those things and then I will stack one Ziploc bag full of things I definitely want to go into a journal. Um, now this can be added to as I'm creating the journal and the journal will take on a personality of its own and maybe I'll draw more from the pink world or the brown world or the green or blue world or maybe I'll go more Victorian or I'll go more nature. It just depends. Um, uh, but um, that kind of having that little cluster to start with gives me a little launching pad and uh, um, so that's kind of fun. That's kind of a fun way to approach it. And it gets you started and going. So you're actually actively in the process of creating the journal. And another little tip, maybe this will be the, the podcast of tips on how to make a journal and how to get started. Because I know that feeling of being frozen and not knowing where to begin or breaking, breaking the book or breaking the page, meaning getting started, where you feel as if, that first step is so committal, so um, monumentally important that everything is going to be dictated by those first few steps. And I want to let you know that it is not that every single page in your journal is a new slate to start from, a new place of creation. And your journal can take twists and turns as it goes and becomes developed and um, becomes fulfilled with its own richness and splendor and wonder. Um, so don't be fearful if you fear starting. Just start. And if you're panicked, I, I, I even still experience like first page panic. I sometimes won't do the first uh, page or the insides of the covers until later because I want the journal to flesh itself out a little bit first so I get a feel for it. And then I can use those as complimentary sandwiches at the end to kind of pull it all together. So start somewhere in the middle or start in the middle of your first signature or your only signature um, uh, and just start from there and then kind of migrate out from there. Maybe... Uh, you know, a nice, easy approach is decorate every third page or every fifth page. You don't have to decorate every page. There is no law. There is no rule. And that's the freedom and the joy of it all. Um, you don't have to decorate with bulk. You could maybe do, um, maybe go through and put um, maybe five or six pockets in your journal just to start. Just say, okay, in my journal, I'm going to have about six pockets. There we go. Maybe then I'm going to have five tucks. And maybe then I'm going to have two belly bands. And maybe I'm going to have one flip out. And maybe I'm going to have a removable envelope. And you can start to make categories of things that you would like to add to your journals. Um, keeping in mind how thick or flat you want your journals. But if you're, uh, if you're fearless of the fatties, um, as I am, I love a good chub. Um, uh, you know, it's just, you know, you keep going. And you're like, okay, 
five of these, six of those, four of those, three of those, two of those. Um, and now for some unique pages, let, let's pull out some fabric and play with that. And let's see how we can incorporate that into the journal. What about some lace um, uh, accents? What can we do with lace? How about page trim? Let's play with page trim. How about page framing? Let's, let's do that. How about quotes? What can we do with quotes? So you can, I, I've actually written lists and lists and lists of these different categories uh, that you can put into your journals and there's no you'll be your journal will be full be full before you even you know say hi Robert yeah there you go it's full and uh, it's amazing how little it takes to actually fill up a journal um, something to keep in mind also another little uh, journal tip when you're making your journal is uh, if you know ahead of time whether you're going chunky monkey or you're going writing style journal and I mean chunky monkey is a big fat overly stuffed overly filled gator mouth journal versus a writing style journal which is it, it closes like a traditional book um, then you can guide yourself towards how much and how often it's so much more easy if you already know that going in but don't be afraid if you're not sure and you're just going in because let's say you've never made one before and you have no idea what you would like to do um, more of or less and you're just giving yourself completely free um, liberty to do whatever feels natural and that's wonderful too. Um, if you're leaning towards the writing flat style journal uh, you can do a lot of decorating with uh, very thin paper um, also with origami paper is very thin if you want to add decorations with that that's a nice paper to work with also uh, rubber stamping is a great thing to work with um, stenciling spray inks dyes uh, um, anything that doesn't actually take up space but just adds dimension adds uh, depth adds interest intrigue uh, anything like that um, chunky monkey well you're pretty much you you've got Everything in the cat's cradle can go in there, and um, there is no limit to the size of the gator mouth. One thing I can tell you is that um, if, if you're going to go chunky monkey, um, if you want less of a gator mouth, have a wider spine. If The wider your spine, the less your mouth will gator, um, although it, I've been in this situation, I've done this many times, when I make myself a wider spine, I always feel like I need to put in more stuff because I need to get to like a certain gatorish level of the gator mouth so I feel complete. And uh, I think it's just I, I that my journals were not always giant gator mouth journals, um, but uh, I would say over the last year they've been very gator mouthy, and I've I've really enjoyed that process. I don't know, just something about this this book that's just totally stuffed with magical stuff. It just, I don't know, I just get so darn excited about it. And I keep thinking, boy, if I ever came across one, something like that, or found something like that, I would just want to sit there in a little reading nook with a special lamp and a nice cup of tea and just go through every little corner of that book. And there is the cutest darnest squirrel sitting outside my car right now, digging a little hole for his, or else he's trying, oh, now he's buried. What's he doing? Is he digging or buried? Oh, no, we got something. Yeah, he uncovered his favorite little nut and he's off with it now going back to his little tree good thing Sonny didn't see that did you see that Sonny no you didn't see it no because you were at, you were just sitting there okay Sonny's sitting on the console with me here we're just looking around he's like um mom are we going for our walk yes we're going for a walk but we're just gonna let it cool off a little bit it's really hot out son okay <laughs> and uh now that he's all bathed and everything uh 
here we are at the park and the minute those little white feet hit the dirt it's all over it's bath time again don't tell them <laughs> i'm sorry son <laughs> you're like a little dirt magnet <laughs> i can't help it mom i know i know i know it's all right no big deal and uh um, so yeah, so let's see, let me think of any other, like, as you're making a journal and some things to think about while you're creating your junk journal, um, have your basics around you, have your favorite glues, have your scissors, your cutters, whatever you're using, your mats, your rulers in close proximity to your workspace. If you do have to get up and get something, that's fine. And maybe time those things to get up and get something with water breaks, tea breaks, bathroom breaks, things like that. So you can go and like waves and you can like come in and then sit and craft and um, hopefully try and minimize distractions while you're doing it because nothing can break the flow more than a phone call, um, somebody coming in the front door, the doorbell ringing, the dog barking, life interacting with you when you were ready to just like curl up in your little craft area and snuggle in and lo and behold and let's face it that's life that happens to everybody all the time all day right son yeah yeah <laughs> uh, somebody sometimes somebody just wants to nibble your feet right yeah yeah right in the middle of a good crafting session right 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 then we got to play fetch for a good you know 15 20 minutes that's right we got to burn off that little puppy energy and uh, but it's all good it's all important and all these things maybe it makes the crafting sweeter you know when you can squirrel away for those uh, little moments of respite where you can dive into your papers and and just uh, go on your imaginative journey of creating these universes um, that were not there until you came along and uh, so I hope these are our helpful tips let me think um, what else is helpful sunshine when, when mama's crafting and she's, she's making a journal. Um, what's that? Don't get too committed to an idea. Oh yeah, that's very helpful. You're right. Um, yes. Uh, if you start off thinking this is going to be a bird journal, like this is going to be a butterfly journal and it morphs into a bird butterfly old camera, old postage stamp style journal. That's okay. That's okay. Because, um, Therein lies the uniqueness of what you create, and that is, um, let it flow, let it be, um, unless for some reason you have to stick onto a specific theme, uh, let, your, let your imagination take you for a ride, um, let's see where it takes you. You just never know what road you're going to go down when you go down the road of making a journal. And sometimes some of the most fun in making journals is actually reading or exploring or looking at the stuff that we put in it. Um, if you happen to be a person who likes to use the, the old papers, the old book papers, the old maps, the old, uh, you know, ledgers, whatever it is, old postcards, old letters or anything, um, it's actually quite the most fascinating history lesson. And I was never one to be interested in history in school. I always thought it was so boring or my teachers were boring or but really I've learned so much about so many uh, you know amazing things about Shakespeare about plays about poems and sonnets and uh, uh, you know just history of other lands and the way they used to do things years ago a lot of um, exploring a lot of Victorian imagery and writings and and learning about what they used to do and what their regular days were like in the morning in the afternoon in the evening and um, so all of a sudden a spark of history interest is created and when you're kind of navigating your own way through it 
when you're reading an old newspaper that was, you know, maybe published back in 1939 and you're looking at the way they used to stylize their ads, the way they used to, uh, what they were selling, you know, I mean, just what they were selling was just, it was just fascinating. You're just glimpsing back in time into the way it was. It's, it's like this grand telescope looking back in time. And, um, that doesn't just stop at the old stuff. I mean, let's say you don't have access to old stuff. And I understand that because it's not that easily accessible and it's not everywhere and um, not findable all the time. I understand that. Um, but you can have a lot of fun uh, creating the stuff that you have that's new. You may have pretty scrapbook papers or you may do artwork yourself and you might want to copy it and put it in your books or you might put the original in your books and you might make little tiny pieces of art and put them in your book you might fall in love with the concept of collage and just have a lot of fun collaging your heart uh, throughout your book and um, um, or you know using your watercolor or using your um, gelatos or, or your pencil cra- uh, colored pencils or your um, Uh, What else? Crayons. There's nothing wrong with using crayons. Crayon is waxy pigment color. That's all it is. And uh, it doesn't matter whether it's designed for children or not. It's a beautiful medium to add color and splash and actually wax resistance uh, to your pages. And you can have a lot of fun with spray paints and spray inks and things like that because the wax will resist them. If you ever come across um, white um, crayons... I bought a box of one of those once, and that makes a great resist. If you've never tried that before, try a box of white crayons. I think you probably have to order them on Amazon. They're not very expensive. Um, but anywhere you draw, the color would not adhere. So let's say you draw a picture of a flower on a page, and then you spritz it with some um, distress ink, and everywhere except where the wax is will be colored except for the, the imprint of your flower, and that's kind of cool. So... Um, Yeah, there's a lot of fun things that you can do on a page. And um, don't be afraid to break. Break, break, break that book. Break that page. Break into it and get started. And next thing you know, you'll be dancing along, having fun, singing a song. Life will seem a little brighter, at least for a little while. And uh, that's all we can ask from a piece of paper, right? Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Um, Thank goodness so many of us have fallen in love with paper. And uh, it's kind of a nice common interest that we can share together and it's it's fascinating to see and hear people's different feelings and expressions and thoughts about paper and uh, some folks really love to uh, use up scrap paper old paper discarded paper packaged paper amazon paper boxes you name it recycling is the name of the game saving landfills is Uh, or not creating landfills, is the best way to go. And I think that's totally awesome. And that always makes me feel so good. I I have this thing about using up scraps. I feel like I must use up my scraps. I don't think this is ever going to happen. But I'm committed to find a way. And um, I... Did you see a car pull up? Oh, you're going to have a word? You're going to have a word about this, aren't you? Oh, yeah, here we go. There's a car beside us. Yep. And they've come to the park. Yes, it's a public park. They can come. Yep, maybe they just want to be out in nature and spend time yeah and watch the squirrels just like us some yep just like us and uh so yeah so i hope you're having fun out there i hope your world is full of joys and treasures 
and you're having fun exploring and hunting and creating and let this cycle never end. Um, I wish you all the best. All my links are down below my videos. I am still creating the ephemera collections and I load them up into my Etsy. So if you happen to come by and you happen to see some available, uh, consider grabbing some. If they, if they are of interest to you, they are collections of old papers uh, mixed with some new papers, but they're all junk journal related things that I actually hard copy mail to you. The digi kits, the vintage digi kits in my Etsy shop, those are printable downloads that you purchase and you can just print them off and uh, with your uh, printer at home and then use them right then and there. So I hope that gives you some options. I hope you guys are having fun. Make sure you to sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter and um, happy crafting everybody. Uh, remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon. My videos come out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And my podcasts, they come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they're all uh, junk journal, um, paper crafting and a life of a crafter and answering crafty questions so there you go folks take care from me and sunny at the park we're gonna go for a little walk now take care everyone bye